This, 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 this. this is Sideline Buzz with your hosts Kyle Keplin and Aubrey Smith, bringing you weekly fantasy advice and top sports news. Let's get it. Hello, and welcome back to week 13 of the NFL. This will be episode 5, I believe, right? Yep, yep. Good to be back, guys. Yeah, Kyle's back with us. Uh, <laughs> Couldn't get rid of me that easy. Right? Yeah. Uh, let's see, it's December 5th, 2020 today. Uh, we don't really have anything for the COVID list this week. Um, I think I there is a couple illnesses like Clyde Ed- Edwards-Hilaire, but yeah, I don't it's think not it's COVID-related. COVID yeah. So I think we're going to be good there. Uh, last week's recap games, Tennessee versus Indianapolis. Man, if you're a, if you're a Derrick Henry owner, you are a very happy camper right <laughs> he now. He went off. Just absolutely went 178 off. 178 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, this guy's unstoppable yeah. right now. Yeah, on 27 carries. That's that's pretty legit. So, <laughs> and he's starting to roll. That's his third consecutive 100-yard game. That is true. Seventh for the season. Like, he is primed to make a playoff push right now for your team. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's in a good spot. You know, hopefully they don't. Sit him at the end and kind of screw some people over. Uh, the other, you know? the other good thing too is that you know the Tennessee overtook the the lead in the AFC, <clears throat> AFC South. Right, but it's a tight race. Derrick Henry's not going to have time to sit down. They're going to have to play him throughout. Yeah, so and, you don't have to worry about that championship week. You know if they're sitting players or not. Right. Yeah, that's true. You know that was a big game for Tennessee too. Uh, you know those are both AFC South teams. Yeah, that's a that's a big win for them. Yeah, Derrick Henry is just—he's such a beast. He's such—I mean, he—he—I he, mean, six four two thirty. Yeah, I mean. even on a foot NFL football field, like he makes those guys look small. It's crazy. Yeah, like I thought when I watched him in college, I thought like this guy's a freak. You know, you know, he played for Alabama. I don't like Alabama. I'm an LSU fan, obviously, but uh, yeah, I remember watching him, and I remember thinking, oh. This guy's huge. Like he's a he's a monster. <laughs> is anybody more pissed about that though than uh, Mark Ingram? That picture they have of him. Oh the, yeah, for the coin toss. <laughs> the angle he took that picture yeah. at <laughs> makes him look like a little little troll. Yeah, Mark Ingram. He, he, he got yeah he got lit up on that one. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Kansas City versus Tampa Bay. All uh, right, Tyreek Hill. You know why I'm so excited about this? Because you had him. I have both Derrick Henry and Tyreek Hill in my league. Oh, yeah, that's true. Tyreek Hill, first hell? quarter, seven catches, 203 yards, two touchdowns. Ugh. Oh, my God. It, yeah. I even mean, in standard leagues, he would have a ton of points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he ended with 13 receptions for 269 yards and three touchdowns on the game. Uh, Yeah, 203 in the first quarter. First quarter. I, I had 59 points from him in our league. Oh. 59 points. Wow. What what did Henry have you? Uh, I think he ended up with forty nine. So just those two. I mean, you're looking at a hundred points. Yeah, I, I just killed it last. Unreal. Week. That's got to end. I'm making a playoff push. No, you're not. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, it, it's inevitable now that yeah, you are in the playoffs already. But you'll get beat. My, you'll my see. Team's priming up. Okay, let's no. go. No. All right. Uh, Top stories. Top stories. Denver QB situation last week. <laughs> that was interesting. They, I mean, they wanted to activate two coaches off the, off their, their to, to their starting roster. I mean, <laughs> Nick Fangio was pissed, or Vic Fangio, I should yeah. say, was pissed. Yes, these guys came in on their day off. You know, thought they were going to do some good, watch yeah. a little film. You know, oh. young, and it's hard because they're young quarterbacks, and you know, he, 
they're just trying to, you know, yeah. they're just trying to better themselves and their team that's not doing very well, you know, <laughs> like coming in and putting in extra work. They just did it in the wrong way, I guess. Yeah, they, they full on admitted they were within feet of each other watching film, no masks, nothing. Yeah. Uh, what a blow to them. <laughs> I would like to have been in that office oh. to hear that butt chewing. I can't imagine it was good. Yeah, I can. <laughs> I mean, that just goes from everybody from the top down, from all the way all the way down to the four, players, even. Four quarterbacks? Oh, man. Oof, that's so, rough. So now they've uh, they've pretty much taken Blake Bortles, signed him to a contract just to stay home and uh, just know the playbook and hey. go, just in case. <clears throat> like I was telling you earlier, earlier, Honestly, and I mean, in my opinion, maybe Blake Bortles is the best option for that team, anyways. <laughs> you know, I, I I got a question though. Do you think that was the least amount of passing yards combined in a game? Because I think New Orleans only had like seventy nine yards. Yeah, and it was I rough. Think Denver had twenty five. Yeah, it was rough. I, I, it wasn't a lot. Oof. And how bad do you feel for Kendall Hinton just getting thrown in there as at quarterback? Yeah, what did he throw like three or four interceptions? Uh, two, I two, two? two was it two interceptions? I think it was two because okay. he, he completed one pass for uh, was it like thirteen yards? Yeah, yeah, two picks. Yeah, I think uh, who was there? Who was in there? Wasn't Devin Booker? Was it? Uh Philip Lindsay, you mean? No, before there was another one that they have on their squad there that played before. I can't remember his name. I'm but not sure. Anyways. Uh, what about Matt Patricia getting fired from lines and the GM? Actually, they fired both of them. I actually think that was a long time coming. Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised it lasted this long. Really, I think Matt Patricia is very good at making people believe he's something he isn't. Yeah, just because of the New England, uh, you know, being under Bill Belichick and you know having a really good right. defense. I mean, he might be a defensive guru, but he's not an offensive coach or a yeah I think, head coach to be honest. Yeah, I think his time is better spent. Focusing on just defense, you know, I, 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 there's, you know, people say, you know, just stay in your own lane, you know, mm-hmm. I think this is one of those times where he should have just stayed in his own lane. I think he's a better defensive mind than he is in general team mind, you know? And, you know, being a fan of the NFC North, you know, being Vikings fan, you know, where I was duking out the, with the Lions. Yeah. And it seemed like with Jim Caldwell, when he was there, that they were actually doing moves to get better. I mean, they were they almost won the division right. once. <laughs> yeah. And almost made the playoffs. You know, I think a lot of, a lot uh, of did that. Did they make the playoffs? I can't remember. They might have made I it the one remember. year. But anyways, under Caldwell, they had a winning record the time he was there. They were 36-28 and 28 in the short time that he was there. Right. Patricia's been there right around the same amount of time, 13-29. and 29. Oof. I mean, they were already yeah. – they were on – the uptick with Caldwell. Yeah. I just think they don't give their... They don't know, give them enough time. That's you know, that's kind of what I feel about the Browns, too, sometimes. They do the same thing. Like, they go through mm-hmm. coaches so fast and so... Like, it's... They don't give them any time to kind of get the team acclimated to their style or their, you know... But, granted, I will say that the last one was not... He was not the right And it, I mean, if they took a little patience... Let's say, like, the Bengals. They gave Lovey Smith, what... 15, 16 years. I mean, that's more yeah. than enough time to know, know if you're going to have a good team or not. Because he was a, yeah. a decent coach, but obviously he wasn't the answer. Right. But I mean, two yeah. to three seasons, then nope, you're out. I mean, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, I don't think so either. But yeah, the lo- yeah, the Smith, yeah. <laughs> they gave him a little bit too long, I think, there <laughs> for the Bengals. But <laughs> I don't know. I, it, and a lot of this, too, you know, like I want to go back to this, too, for Detroit is you got to be able to rein in the locker room. You know, you got to be able to have your guys trust you. You got to have that 
family mentality in the locker room. And I don't think Patricia was able to capture yeah, it, that. It didn't seem like it. Until the very end there. I think, like, at the start of the season, I think they, they were going into the season on a good note. Then they started to lose some games, and I think they just kind of fell apart from that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, as a coach, a head coach especially, you have to control the locker room. And that's a huge part of being a head coach. And I, I just don't think he was able to do that. Uh, let's see. Will Fuller's PEDs. He's out, what, six games? Uh, yep, six so games. So, essentially just the rest of the season for fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's done for fantasy. With this suspension, he's, he's coming up in free agency this year. Yeah. They figure he's lost anywhere from 14 to $16 million per oh, year. Oh, 100%. He was, having a, he was having a career year. Yeah, he'll... Yeah, it's not good for Will Fuller. Absolute worst time for this to happen to him. Yeah, uh, Will Fuller owners not good for them either. He was he was on a tear here lately. Uh, good for me because I have Brandon Cooks. Yay! Yeah, if you're a Brandon <laughs> Cooks owner, you're yeah. This. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, that's not good. Houston just can't. <laughs> they just can't get catch a break here. I have a little theory on the Texans. I don't even know if you know this. Oh, what's that? Uh. Do you know who their strength and conditioning coach is? No, I don't, actually. You might remember his name is uh, Brian Cushing. Really? Is he really? And what did Brian Cushing, what does he know for? He's gotten suspended like five times for he, PEDs. And he played for the Texans, too. Yep. He's their strength and conditioning yep. coach. After I started reading this, this all makes sense. Interesting. A little Tiger, conspiracy theory, huh? Tiger don't change his stripes, dude. Dude. I can't like they. <laughs> I was saving that one for I, you. Listen, you're gonna get a, you're gonna get me going on something that we're we're gonna just be talking <laughs> for hours about. It's not gonna be good. Okay, moving on. <laughs> let's move on. on to injuries. Uh, let's see. Uh, Atlanta. Do you have anything for your injuries report there, Kyle? No, I don't. Okay, I'll just go through this real quick then. Atlanta. Uh, Hayden Hurst questionable with a knee injury. R- Calvin Ridley questionable foot and ankle. Uh, Julio Jones questionable hamstring. Todd Gurley, questionable knee. Now, I do want to bring this up. NFL.com had Jones and Gurley as out mm-hmm. for this week, um, but ESPN has them as questionable. So maybe just keep an eye on that. I don't know what's going on there exactly and why they're different uh, designations for different you know, NFL and ESPN. Chicago Fools questionable with his hip and back still. Probably want to get him back in there. I don't think Trubisky did very well. <laughs> Uh, Denver, Lindsay, questionable with a knee. Jerry Judy, questionable with an ankle injury. Detroit, Galladay, out with a hip injury again. Uh, yeah, Galladay owner's got to be frustrated yeah, this what, year. What time do you just end up in him? I know, him? right? And, and you want him, if he does come back, he could be detrimental to a playoff push. Yeah, you know? but is he I worth mean, keeping on your bench, so taking up a spot? Right, exactly. God, I don't know. I, I, I would say yes for right now. If he sits out next week, drop him. Because then you're in playoffs already. I mean, yeah. there's not much more you can do. Uh, Swift, concussion protocol, questionable. That was He was out last week with a concussion, so I'm sure he's going to play uh, this week. He actually has something else going on. I heard oh, really? Uh, it's some sort of illness. He's out of concussion protocol, though. Ah, uh, okay. So he's just got an illness thing going yep. on. Okay. So keep an eye on that, then. Um, Colts, Rivers, questionable with a toe. I'm sure he'll play. I highly doubt yeah, he's he- not going to play. And then Pascal, the wide receiver, he's questionable with a knee injury. Jacksonville, we got DJ Chark questionable with ribs, and Chris Conley questionable with a hip. Uh, they did not play last week, so you know you got Lavisca, Chavalt, and 
Um, oh, who did I pick up last week in that league? Oh, man. I, I forget who I picked up. Uh, one of their other receivers. And they did okay. Keelan Cole. Yeah, Keelan, Keelan Cole. Cole. Yep. So uh, they did all right, but it wasn't quite what I thought they were going to get. So, yeah, I think they would they would, uh, they would, would do really well if they got Chark and Conley back. Uh, let's see. The Raiders. I got Jacobs is out with an ankle injury. He will not play this week. And then they also, they're also their other running back, Richard, Jalen Richard, he's questionable with an illness. Uh, doesn't say COVID, just says an illness. So I'm not really sure what's going to happen there. Uh, the Chargers, we got Mike Williams. He's questionable. It's undisclosed, though. Uh, maybe a personal reason. I'm not sure. I, I don't remember seeing him on the uh, latest injury report, so I'm sure he's back and going to be in good health and going to be playing. Miami, we got Tua, questionable with a thumb, and their backup running back, Ahmad, he's doubtful with a shoulder injury. But now we have a situation where we got Miles Gaskin might be activated today if he's not already. I, sometime I, today. I haven't seen a designation for him. Right. Um, I believe, uh, you know, I pick, I got Miles Gaskin off the waiver wire in my other league like two weeks ago. I'm not really sure how, but I got him. And I'm really hoping that he comes off the waiver wire because I need him this week. But I really don't because that's going to benefit me with Devontae Parker. Well, if you're Devontae Parker owner, true. he's been tearing it up in the last two weeks. So. True. Um, but he was supposed to be activated last week, and they didn't. So I'm guessing this is going to be the week. Now, as far as his workload, probably not going to be great because I'm, I'm guessing that Laird is back. So they're probably going to split. Uh, the Giants, we got Shepard, questionable, shoulder and toe, and Slayton, questionable, with a shoulder and foot injury. Uh, Donald Jones is, or, yeah, Donald Jones is doubtful with a hamstring injury, so keep an eye on that quarterback situation there, and two starting wide receivers. Not looking good for them. New, the Jets, uh, Perriman, questionable with a shoulder injury. Then we go move on to Tennessee. Johnny Smith is out with a knee injury. And then we move on to Minnesota. Cook, questionable with an ankle injury. I believe he's going to play just a slight sprain. So I think he's going to be all right. And then we got Kansas City's our last last injury report here. With Edwards Hilaire, questionable with an illness. Not COVID-related, apparently. So just keep an eye on that one also. All right. All right, we just had uh, breaking news come from Adam Schefter here, actually. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, if you're looking for a running back, probably in a 10-12 man league, probably looking a little deep for running back, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Has just been elevated off the practice squad for the Eagles. Eagles. Some up with Miles Sanders. Interesting. I on? hope not. So keep an eye on it. Jordan Howard, guys. Okay. So you heard that. Jordan Howard, maybe look at him picking up. We got elevated off the practice squad for the Eagles. Uh, maybe look into what's going on with Jordan Howard, that's going to be kind of interesting. Um, but we'll move on to uh, the last week's recap. Uh, for me, my predictions. Uh, obviously, Kyle wasn't here, so he couldn't, you know, he didn't have any predictions for us to go over. But mine was that the Chargers beat Buffalo in overtime. Uh, the Buffalo Buffalo beat the Chargers 27-17. to and Herbert's performance at the end, I don't know. Yeah. What, what do you think about that? He, he kind of looked like he looked like a rookie, finally. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't think it's a mistake he'll ever make again. Right. But at the same time, I mean, they're finding ways to lose. Still, yeah. Yet. Yeah, that's, yeah. Same team, just different quarterback. True. <laughs> same result. Yeah, I mean, it's it's starting to look that way, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I hopefully you know, hopefully he learns from it and, and is able to come back and and just do things that needs to be done, you know, to get to get some wins. But uh, let's go into our start sit. Boom bust. Kyle, what do you got for quarterback starts? All right, start. I got Taysom Hill going against Atlanta. Taysom Hill going against Atlanta, really? His last two games haven't been great. I mean, yeah. he's been 18 for 23 for 233 yards combined. Right. Or uh, that was the first game, sorry. 9 for 16, 78 yards last game. Okay, That's where yeah. they played against Denver. Yep. Um, I think he's going to finally open up the, the playbook a little bit, and he's gonna they're going to let him throw. Enough of the RPOs and all that, because people are going to figure that out. Just like you they did against so? Baltimore. So hmm. they're going to have to start letting them throw now. So I'm thinking Michael Thomas, all, like, uh, what was it? The, Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel yeah. Sanders, all them. I think they're going to have a big day this weekend. I think they okay. finally open up the playbook against one of the worst defenses in the league. I mean, Atlanta gives up the second most pass yards per game, and they give up the most big plays per game. That's the 20 yards plus. I think That's true. I think New Orleans has a huge day. All the receivers, hmm. going to be a huge day. Okay. We got all, what, what else we got? For another start, I got Derek Carr versus the Jets. Okay. Other than the Jets being one of the worst defenses, Derek Carr's been subpar. He's been all right, actually. Well, I mean... I I, would, I think it's just for fantasy wise, like I mean, if you're looking for someone that's okay, you know, I mean, he's not. I mean, he's just kind of middle of the pack. He's just, he's not. He's gonna just going to get you consistent points, but it's right. Yeah, I mean, he's going to give you points. a solid 18, 19 points a, a, a week probably. Yeah, but you know, I, yeah. I don't mind Derek Carr, but yeah, yeah. Other than Derek Carr going against the Jets, that's the only reason I'm starting him. Right. He yeah. it's he's bound to have a big game. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, with Josh Jacobs out too, you know, we could be seeing a lot more throwing. Yeah, you know, I that's definitely a possibility. Uh, I got Andy Dalton versus Baltimore this week as my start. <laughs> I do. I listen. I, I know you know I got some friends that are Baltimore fans, but and I dog them a lot. But you know what? I think Dallas is going to beat Baltimore. I just I just see Andy Dalton. You think the Red Rifle is going to yeah, I do. I, I, lead this team to victory? Well, huh? I just think their receiving core and their running back is so talented that that Andy Dalton, if, if he has a good enough day, I think they... Oh, I why don't they do it, though? Well, you know, this is going to be, what, Andy Dalton's second game back since, you know, his concussion now for two weeks. So he's really only got like one and a half games in. I think we're going to see it. My other start right. is, is, is Goff against Arizona. Um... Arizona just hasn't been that great against the pass this year. They're they're really they're kind of underperforming if you really look at it. Like some of the games they're losing, they shouldn't be losing. Their record should be way better than than what it is. But uh, I I believe Goff has a good game against Arizona. I, I don't think Arizona's quite the same pass defense as they used to be. But uh, what do you got for sits? For my sit, I have Matt Ryan going against New Orleans Saints. Okay. Uh, Matt Ryan, it just like with Julio, Julio being out, just watching him, you can see how dependent he is on Julio Jones. That's true, yeah. Um, I know. Another thing too is he's taking way too many sacks. He's taken nine in the last two games. His offensive line's not giving him any help whatsoever. Yeah, he, yeah. 
I don't know. I just think with against top 10 defense, it's going to be a rough day for Matty Ice. Yeah, that's true. You know, and you got the possibility of Gurley and and Julio, Julio not playing. And then you got Ridley questionable, too. I mean, it could be a bad day for Atlanta. For yeah, if you sure. have Matt Ryan, you sit him this week. For sure. I have Alex Smith versus Pittsburgh this week as my sit. Uh, I don't think I don't think that happens. Uh, Pittsburgh's going to destroy them. So, yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, even if he was, I guess I, don't, <laughs> I wouldn't imagine he's every, most people's top start, you know, this mm. week. But, yeah, if you were, I wouldn't. Uh, Boomer Bust, what do you have? I have Baker Mayfield against Tennessee. Really? Uh, Interesting. I mean, uh, last week he was throwing. He was, missed a lot of easy throws, stuff that should have been touchdowns. He yeah. overthrew them, underthrew it. But then again, he was throwing darts at some points, making him look like you know right. top-tier quarterback. Well, he can do that, yeah. He, The best analogy I can come up with for Baker Mayfield, he's like a, a golfer who shoots in the high 90s. For eighteen, hmm. he'll hit just enough shots, nice shots, to keep coming to be, keep you coming back. Yeah, like he's gonna have a few stinkers here and there, and then oh, one or two nice ones, and then you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But huh, I just okay. think if he reels it in, just hones in one, you know, one week, this would be the week to do it. Yeah, I definitely think he has potential to to boomer bust for sure any given week. But uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah, against Tennessee though, that's uh, the way I'm thinking too. Is they need the division? They're gonna I mean, be it's gonna be a shootout. They're not. They want that division too. You know, Tennessee did just get Desmond King from the Chargers, so that that is that has helped their defense a little bit. So I don't know. It's gonna be yeah. Cleveland needs a lot of help though from uh, get that AFC. Oh, definitely. From, from yeah, the Steelers. Uh, let's see. I have Deshaun Watson versus Indianapolis for my boomer bust. Uh, I know Will Fuller's out now, but. I think Deshaun's talented enough to make the ball go around the way it needs to be. You know, you're going to see some uh, kuke, kuki, kiki, 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 kute. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I think Deshaun's definitely talented enough to to make a boomer bust this week. Um, I, I see that as more of a bust. You think so? I, I think so. I, I kind of was without Will Fuller. Without Will Fuller, yeah. Now I am kind of going towards that, but like you said, though, he's talented I mean, enough. He, to make he's it definitely better. talented enough. He can run the ball when he wants to, and he could get some yardage for you know maybe sixty, seventy rushing yards, and maybe one rushing TD. But yeah, I yeah, it's a little different with with Fuller out. I, I will agree. But running backs, what do you got for your starts? I'm gonna give a little call to Father Time here. Oh boy. Frank Gore. What? Against the Las Vegas Raiders, yes. <laughs> Frank Gore sees more than 65% of the snaps for the Jets. Oh, the my goodness. They're against the Raiders. I mean, Raiders are terrible <laughs> against the run, and they offer up top five fantasy points to running backs Listen, in the could, NFL. He could run 100 yards when he, for a 100-yard game when he was 20. How is he supposed to run for a 100-yard game when he's 40? <laughs> well, I didn't say a 100-yard game. He's just going to have a big game. I'm oh, going to say – What's a big game for Frank Gore, though? I'm going to say 80 yards, two touchdowns. 80 yards and two 80 touchdowns? 80 yards. You are out of your mind. You'll see. No way. <laughs> oh, that makes me laugh. <laughs> Who else you got? Uh, next one I got is Wayne Gallman versus Seattle. Well, yeah, I could I could do that. He's, he's almost would... a must-start now in your league. He's oh, no yeah. longer you know, a sit-or-start guy. He's a must-start. <laughs> you know what's funny? What's that? I started him ahead of Zeke this week. <laughs> I put Zeke I on my bench. You. I wouldn't blame you. 
Oh man, that's horrible. I got yeah. James. I got James Robinson versus Minnesota as my start. Uh, yeah, I think Minnesota's defense has been rough. Yeah, I, and, and they give up a lot to running backs. I, th- I think he has a great game this week. He, he comes out of the backfield, pa- catches a lot of passes, and uh, I could see Jacksonville hanging in, and I could see Jacksonville falling behind too. You know, so I could see this being a good day for Robinson. Uh, Austin Eckler is my other start versus New England. He comes back and has a huge week. He is so frustrating to watch he's, if you're if, you, if you're playing against beast. him. He'll have like 35 yards, but like 16 catches. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's where he kills you. You know, <laughs> that's well, that's where he helps you when you own him, but it kills you when you don't. Uh, yeah, I, I have him as a start versus New England. I think he's going to be the new Christian McCaffrey for this going on out. Mm-hmm. You know, into your playoffs. Uh, I have Duke Johnson as my sit. Versus Indianapolis this week. Uh, I I saw that his points, his projected points went down, so I'm wondering if David's not expected back this week. Do you think with Will Fuller being gone, though, that they'll get more volume? Ooh. I think with Will Fuller out, they're going to have to throw more. I think they're going to be down more. I think that, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, but, yeah, I just have him as a sit. I, I... Indianapolis's defense is too good, and I don't think Duke Johnson is good enough to be a viable, even flex option this week. Okay, um, my boomer bust for running backs is David Montgomery versus Detroit. I think he could have a huge game here. Uh, Detroit's not that great against the run. They're kind of middle of the pack. And David Montgomery's been out. He's come off. He came off a really huge game this last week. So I think, uh, I think he's going to be all right. I think he's going to be on the high end of that bust or, I mean, boom, sorry. Yeah. I think he's going to be high end of that boom. Uh, move on to wide receivers. What do you got for start? Wide receivers. I have Devonte Parker going against Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, I got Fitz magic playing quarterback, you know, for an injured two. True. Yeah. He saw 14 targets last week. I only see the number of targets going up as the they're trying to make playoff push themselves. Yeah. Uh, Bengals have a decent defense, but you know I just love Fitzy being a quarterback. Anytime he's quarterback, I'll start any of those receivers because he just yeah. he just slings it. Yeah, that is true. So Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker. Yeah. Yeah, I could see. Yeah. Uh, any Miami receiver, you know, any week, I think is has a shot to go off. You know, they like to they like to throw the ball. The, the trickiest receiver on that team is that Jakeem Grant. Yeah, he kind of goes up and down yeah, a lot. Yeah, like sometimes he'll return some punts, get you nice, yeah. nice little points that way. Right, and well, and that's the difference between, you know, I mean, you that league that we're in with you mm-hmm. and me, you know, we're, we're set up to the point, you have it set up to where you get you get those return yard points. You know, my other league, we don't get those points. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if you, that, you know, it's it's a different aspect when you put that kind it's of. like strictly straight PPR standard. Right, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, who else you got for your start there for wide receivers? I have Jarvis Landry going against Tennessee. Ooh, I'm getting a lot of targets okay. last couple weeks. So you're you're really riding this Browns train then this week. I, I think so, man. Okay, I, I, I their team they're ready to go. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. They're I, honestly they're they're sneaky. They're like sneaky good this yeah, year. We're gonna get to that. Yeah, one. we will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- and Tennessee's giving up the fifth most points to wide receivers right now. So yeah. their their secondary is not that great. True. I see Jarvis having a big day. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, my stars for wide receiver, I got Keenan Allen versus New England. I think Herbert bounces back. I think he has a great game this week, especially against New England. 
you know, they're going to – New England's defense is good enough, They're especially their secondary. They're good enough to push this game to a – you know, so the Chargers can actually throw the ball all game. You know, this isn't going to be a blowout either way, I don't think. Uh, and I, I think uh, – yeah, like I said, I think Herbert comes back and has a great game, and I think Keenan Allen – I mean, this is one of the best one-two punches in the in the league right now. Yeah, I agree. And, and I, I just think this is a must-start every week, no matter who they play. But uh, my other one is going to be Justin Jefferson against Jacksonville. Uh, he's he's doing great this whole year. And I think, I mean, obviously, Thielen's going to be back this week, right? I mean, we're thinking he's going to yeah, be back. Yeah, he should be back this week. Um, off of the COVID protocol stuff. Mm-hmm. And, man, but still, Justin Jackson, or Justin Jefferson, sorry, he's... He's just been amazing this year. He's really fun to watch, really. I mean. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure he has a lot of Randy Moss's records either broken already or very close. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that at all. He's a stud. Who do you got for sits? Sit. I have Christian Kirk going against the Rams. Alrighty, Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk against hasn't, the Rams. He hasn't yeah. cracked double digits in fantasy since week nine. Now, could you see Christian Kirk doing good, though? Because Ramsey's obviously going to be on Hopkins. Well, I still don't think so. He's just not showing the production, right? I, I'm... That could be. That could be. I don't know. I mean, that could be something to think about, though. You know. I mean, even even though Ramsey is not to be all tell all that that defense. I mean, they have other corners that are True. just as good because you know the Rams have the fifth best defense, True. best secondary. They give up the second least amount of big plays. They they just yeah. keep you contained. Yeah. So, so maybe, yeah, I don't, yeah, maybe I don't, their other defensive backs are a little bit better than we're giving credit for, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I got Jerry Judy versus Kansas City as a sit. You know, obviously, he's he's questionable anyways this week. But, yeah, I I, I don't know. I I honestly wouldn't play Jerry Judy or Noah Fant probably any week. I, not, not with this quarterback yeah, situation. Uh, it, it just seems like they're just throwing a team together the day before. I agree. I, I think – I think Denver works best when they have a, a veteran quarterback that they bring in. You know, like I don't know. Just, well, there's not too many Mannings left out there, guy. Well, no, but <laughs> no, but I mean, why can't you bring in the Flacco or, or yeah. you know, why can't you bring in? I don't pay or, money for Wentz. I would really like to see them get Wentz. I actually think that's the next option for them. I agree. I think Denver. it's the best option for them. We could do like a whole half hour on oh, that. Oh yeah, but okay. Uh, boomer bust. I have Allen Robinson versus Detroit this week for my boomer bust. Uh, I think that's all kind of depending on if Foles plays or not. Really, you know, I think he boom if Foles plays, bust if Trubisky plays. You know, I have a hard time ever betting on a receiver playing in Chicago because yeah. that field is terrible. That field is bad. Yeah, like I don't ever feel comfortable. That's natural grass there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like they're prone. People are prone for injury there. Yeah, due to the field. Yeah, I, I that field isn't very great. Um, what do you got for boomer bust? Boomer bust. I have Debo Samuel going against Buffalo. Debo Samuel. Okay. He had a lot of targets last couple of weeks. He had 13 targets last week, 11 receptions. Yeah. You know, big game. Yeah. Uh, he just went against the Rams and he torched them. So I don't know who knows. True. I mean, I'm sure uh, Ayuk. Bills are going to be a lot. I'm sure Ramsey was probably on Ayuk, and that's what I'm saying. You know, maybe that's a telltale sign of of what's going to happen here this week. You know, with Ramsey on Hopkins, maybe Kirk has a huge game. It's possible. You but, know, I mean, Kirk just hasn't been showing it 
otherwise, though. I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, he has he's he's really touchdown dependent too, you know, and and big play dependent. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go on to tight ends here. What do you have for your starts? Uh, for starts, I have uh, Dallas Goddard. Really? Even though Ertz might be coming back, I think Goddard is against now... Green Bay too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Tell you this, I want you to find somebody who looks at you the way Carson Wentz does at his tight ends. He loves his tight ends. <laughs> he does, yeah. I don't know. You know Ertz, Goddard, doesn't matter who it is. He's throwing it to him. Yeah. Uh, Goddard in the last four weeks, I mean, Ertz has been out. He's increased every single week for the last four. I'm yeah. not sure how many Ertz has been out. I think it's a lot of them. But I think Goddard has cemented himself as the number one tight end in that. that yeah, I think Goddard's team. really started to come into his own here in the last few weeks, especially, you know, when, when Ertz was out and he kind of stepped up. And, yeah, I think he's he's cemented his name as that starter there. That would be interesting to watch, though. Yeah. I have Dar- Darren Waller versus the Jets this week uh, for my start. Yeah, big game. Like you said, for, for Carr, this is this is, this is is the week. Her, yeah, yeah this is the week that he goes big. And, yeah, I think, I think Darren Waller is going to be the recipient for a lot of that that volume so i would put him plug him in and everything i would even honestly if you have a good let's just say you have a, a decent tight end plug him in as a flex i think i think you think he's have that big of a game yards, yeah wow 20 something points yeah uh my sit is evan ingram versus seattle this week uh you know he was he was kind of one of my start i think he was my start last week or maybe he was my boomer bust can't remember even though seattle's defense being that terrible yeah yeah, I he just didn't impress me last week when I thought he should, and I don't think this week's going to be any different, especially with Daniel Jones doubtful. Hmm. You know, we got to look at that too. Who's uh, their backup in New York? Do you know? Oh, good question. I don't know. I'm not positive. Oh, I'll have to look into that. Yeah. Um, who you got for your sits? I have Logan Thomas going against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, definitely. The Steelers are the toughest defense against tight ends. Yep. Um. I don't see that changing with you know struggling Washington offense. Yeah, and he and he's one of their better receivers, you know. Mm-hmm. And like you know, I have Alex Smith as my sit this week too for quarterback. So, yeah, it just goes to show you that I, you know, Pittsburgh isn't anything to mess around with. Yep. You know, <laughs> uh, you got any boomer bust for the tight ends? I got Mike Gesicki from the Dolphins. Really going against Cincinnati. Okay, he's a very touchdown dependent player. I mean, if if you're in a 10-12 man league, yeah, sure, you're probably gonna have have to have Gesicki on your team, but. And- I mean, right, there's better options out there this week. Right, but I, you know what, with with but with, with Fitz playing, Fitz playing, yeah, that's he why likes a boomer bust. <laughs> yeah, he likes Jasicki a lot more than than Tua. I mean, Tua just obviously isn't there in his mind to look for that because you know tight ends a lot of the times are just check down. You know, mm. they're they're last resort pass option unless it's yep. you know designed. But so that's why I'm leaning more towards boom, just because Fitz is playing. Fitzmagic. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I could, I could see Jasicki putting up, you know, a two touchdown game easily. You know, maybe, might only have fifty yards, but you know, yep. two touchdowns. I could see that happening definitely, definitely. Uh, boom! Oh, yeah, that was your boomer bust, right? Yep. Yeah, I got Noah Fant versus Kansas City. I know, I know. I just said it. I just said it. Don't play any of them. <laughs> yeah, moving I'm gonna, on. Moving on. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, <laughs> backtrack, I guess. But I, you know. If anybody in, on Denver is going to be a boomer bust, it's going to be Noah fan. Because they're going to have to throw the ball. Who are they going to throw it to? You know? Yeah. I mean, Kansas City is going to, I mean, they're going to be up big and fast. So Denver's going to have to throw. They at least have their quarterbacks back this week. So that's good news. But Noah fan's going to be the biggest recipient on that, I think. 
instead of Jerry Judy. I don't, I you know, me actually. I don't, I don't see that happening with, with Tyron Matthew. Like, I don't, Fant will be shut down. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, He'll but just he kind of roam be. around in the backfield, kind of shadow. Yeah, him. that's possible too. He just there's not enough weapons there to make him viable. I I don't know. Defenses. What do you got? Starts. Start. Start. I got Miami going against Cincinnati. Start that Miami defense. Uh, they have three sacks last week against the Jets. Granted, it is the Jets. Yeah. Um, I see them matching that this week or exceeding it. Okay. I mean, Cincinnati's trying to find their identity after Burroughs. You know, Burroughs gone. Yeah, that's true. I see Miami having a big day. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, Miami's defense is great, I think. Uh, what are they, like, top six in the league? Uh, top, Yeah, top five, yeah. top six. Uh, I My start is Pittsburgh versus Washington. I think that's just an obvious one. I don't think we have to really go into a lot of detail there. No. Because, I mean, it just speaks for itself, really. My sit, though... I got Denver against Kansas City just because Kansas City, like I said, I think they're going to be up big and fast, and and I think it's going to be a, a long day for Denver. It's in Kansas City. Yeah, I just don't see it working out for Denver. What do you got for your sit? I got the opposite of your start or whatever. I have uh, sit Washington against Pittsburgh. You know, for obvious oh, reasons, okay, they're going to yeah. get throttled. Yep. I mean. Yeah, 100%. I don't even think we need to explain that. It just right. Yeah, I think game. those are just obvious ones. I think. I think. Yeah, I think those are those are obviously what you do there. Boomer bust. I have. I have the Colts versus Houston. Just because I I have Deshaun as my boomer bust, I thought it'd be appropriate to put Indianapolis as my boomer bust defense because if he has a bust game, they're gonna have a boom game. I was gonna say who bounces you know? who bounces back. Do you think it's Colts yeah. defense or do you think it's and, and either one I could see happening in this game, you know? I see uh, Colts smashing the Texans. Really? I think that defense is pissed that they in got Houston? they got beat yeah. last week. Yeah. And they got beat the way they did. Man. From Derrick Henry. But Houston's kind of been on a roll, man. I, I really like what they got going on right now. They looked good, but they've been playing not very good yeah. teams. So minus Fuller, okay. Colts are gonna smash. Yeah. Okay. Uh do you have any sleepers this week? Actually, still got a boomer bust yet. For, oh yeah, uh, I My got bad. Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland Browns going against Tennessee. I'm going okay, in on Cleveland, yeah. man. Boomer wow, bust. against Tennessee too. That's the thing. Ooh, uh, Derrick Henry's been torching opposing defenses. Does yeah. he finally get stopped? Right. Or does he have a big game? Well, if Miles Garrett is there, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot harder day for him. Yeah. Well, don't. Uh, if you're going to sit Cleveland, do not drop them off your team though. Just put them on your bench for the week because you're going to need them. I but, dropped them. You did, yeah. I dropped Cleveland. I, I picked up. Uh, I can't remember. Who I Interesting. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting. I wasn't. I didn't want to play him against Tennessee. There was better <laughs> options. There was better options. That's why I did. Well, it. any smart fantasy owner, do not drop <laughs> Cleveland's defense. Just put him on the bench for the week. Wow. All right. Just getting, just getting shade thrown my way. <laughs> you got any sleepers this week? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, I got uh, Kiki Kute uh, for Houston versus Indianapolis. He's my sleeper. One of my sleepers. Uh, you know, obviously with Will Fuller out, I think he steps up in a big way. You got Kenny Stills that they released, right? Yep. It, which, respect to Houston for releasing Kenny Stills to allow him to be, to to get on a team that has playoff implications mm. because he's so late in his career, you know? They want him to, I think they want him to kind of get a ring, you know? So good for them for, for allowing him to do that. And then you got Randall Cobb, who's dealing with a toe injury, I believe. Uh, so yeah, I think Kuti is a, a very good option this week. I, I think he gets some, I think he sees 13 targets this week. 
We're talking about going 13. against Indianapolis. Yeah, I think they're going to be throwing the ball, dude. You got, and then you got, you know, Brandon Cooks. I think he's Brandon Cooks. He's fifteen. I mean, there's only two they have, and then At, Atkins or Akins, their tight end. He's, I mean, he's not going to see it. I think, and Kuti's, he's pretty, he's proven himself. I actually do have a sleeper. Who? I said this a few weeks ago, and I'm still saying it now. Brashard Perryman, New York Jets. If you're yeah. looking for a receiver, you know, him and Flacco have a history in Baltimore together. That's true. The last three games, you know, he's uh, scored double-digit fantasy points in these last three games. Yeah, if he's healthy. Yeah. yeah. So Flacco is starting. Perryman, you know, might be a decent pickup to look at. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, my other sleeper is LaVisca Chenault. Say it again. LaVisca Chenault. <laughs> uh, versus Minnesota. He's a Jacksonville wide receiver. Um, like I said, with with Con- uh, Conley and Chark out or doubtful or, you know, questionable or whatever, if they don't play again, uh, you know, and Chenault's been actually really good all year. He's a rookie. Uh, he he does, he's, he's kind of a jet sweep type of guy. Hmm. So he, he can come out of the backfield and get some runs too, which I like him for, you know, uh, just for a flex option. Uh, I think he'd be a good flex option Flex option this week. Survivor League picks. All right. Who do you I, have? I got some obvious ones. Uh, okay, yeah. Obviously, if you got Kansas City playing Denver, yep. play them. It's a 14-point favorite game. Yep. Uh, another one, Pittsburgh over Washington. Yep. Pittsburgh's 9.5-point favorite. If you have it, congratulations. If you still yep. got them in Survivor League. Yeah, right. Uh, if you're looking for a game to pick, and if you still have these guys available, my bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Detroit versus Chicago. Really? Detroit. That's your, okay. Yeah, I could see that. Detroit's three point underdog. Mm. They just fired their head coach. You know how yeah. that usually goes when yeah. teams play the yeah. week after they fire they their coach. Usually coach. Yeah, game. they kind of rally. I go with Detroit on that one. Okay. Um, I had as my obvious is um, the Raiders versus the Jets. I, I think you pick the Raiders all day. You there. think the Raiders are that? What are they favored by? Do you know? I'm not sure what they're favored by, but I. Listen, nine times out of ten, I think they beat the Jets, you know. I think you give the Jets a little bit of respect here and maybe give them one out of ten, but (laughs) (laughs) the way it's going, I don't know. Uh, My bold picks, though, I have the Chargers versus New England. Uh, I I took the Chargers there. I took the Rams over Arizona, and I took Minnesota over Jacksonville for bold picks. Like, if if you don't have any of those obvious ones, and you need something to fill for this week. To oh, I don't by. even know if Minnesota's even a bold pick anymore on that. I mean, they're, yeah. they're a nine-and-a-half point favorite. Right, and and that's why I I had a hard time putting it there, but Minnesota can do Minnesota things, and they could that, lose that game. So that's true. I, that's kind of why I put it in the bold pick, because you never really get that, like, <laughs> I never really have that, that, like, solid feeling about Minnesota, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think they're I think Minnesota's good. And they have a lot of talent, but I just never had that gut feeling that you get where you're like, oh, they could lose this game. <laughs> like last week when they scored with like a minute 20 left to go like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. That's and... what I'm talking about. <laughs> just stuff like that. Uh, let's go into our bold predictions, our hot takes. Yes. Let's get into it. What do you got, Kyle? Hot takes. Derrick Henry will have 200 yards of total offense. Again. One touchdown. 200 wow. yards this time. Okay. I had him under 100 yards last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's going to have that breakout game where it's, it, you know, the big Breakout runs. game? Jeez. You know those ones like where he has like 230 yards for the game? Yeah. It, this is this week. Okay. Happens this week. All right. Uh, you got anything else for your bold predictions? Carson Wentz is going to go into Lambeau and win. 
No way. 300 passing yards, two touchdowns. No. Yes. He always does just enough to keep his job. Yeah. And he's done crappy for a few weeks now. It's time to do a... Oof. Time to play. Man against Green Bay in Green Bay? Yes. Goes into Lambeau and wins. Oh, that's that's rough. I, I'm going to have to disagree there. I think Green Bay slaughters them. Oh, wow. Wentz... <clears throat> You think he keeps his? I mean, you think he actually keeps his job? You think he keeps his job for next season if he, they beat Green Bay? With that contract he signed, he kind of hamstrung the Eagles. Yeah, they kind of have to play him, but it's getting to that point now where they could they could cut him and another team could pick up on it or True. You know, whatever. Trade. Yeah, they could trade more or less, but yeah, okay. <laughs> um, you got anything else? Oh, that's it. That's, All my, right. that's my bold prediction. All right, that's, <laughs> listen, that last one was very bold because I just don't see that happening. Um. I'll go into just my one person bold prediction. I think Lockett is this is going to be his week this week. You know, uh, DK Metcalf. It was his week last week. I think this is Lockett's week. 150 plus receiving yards and two touchdowns this week against uh, against the Giants. Uh, yeah, I think this is this is Lockett's week to give a big week. Uh, I think they kind of take turns a little bit. Lockett will have a big week, and then uh, you know Metcalf won't, and then mm-hmm. Metcalf will for a couple of weeks, and Lockett kind of has down weeks. It, it's really weird how Russell Wilson doesn't really like distribute amongst his receivers equally. Yeah. Like, throw the, like Mahomes kind of distributes equally, yeah. like every week. Yeah, Russell kind of yeah. gets a, a a favorite. Yeah, like he gets blinders on that's yeah, the one he sees for bit. that game. But they're always open. I mean, he always hits them. They yeah. always catch it. They always have huge games. You know, uh, my other bold prediction: Dallas beats Baltimore. Kind of, kind of touched on that in the, in the start sit, but I, listen, I don't know what it is about this game. It's this gut feeling I got. I think Dallas beats Baltimore in Baltimore. I think this is what puts Baltimore out of the playoffs. My other one, the Jets beat Las Vegas. That would be my boldest prediction of the week. Wow. This is you were just snap. riding high on the Raiders offense I here. I know, but this is, listen, if any week the Jets do it, I think this is the week without Josh Jacobs. And in in New York, maybe Las Vegas just has an off week. This is the week the Jets can do it. Let's move into Crystal Ball. All right, it's gonna be kind of a length. This is, yeah, this is gonna be. We're gonna go over a couple teams' rest of the season outlook, just to kind of see where we're at with them, what we think they're gonna end up if they get a playoff push, and uh, see how it goes. Kyle, what do you have? I want to talk about a team that is flying under the radar. Nobody is talking about them really. Uh huh. And yet they're right at the top of the AFC. Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns, yeah. Eight and three, Cleveland Browns. Yep, eight and three, second in the AFC North. You know, obviously you got the Steelers there. Um, yeah, wow, they are sneaky good. Uh, they lost to the Ravens first game of the season, thirty-eight to six. Then they lost to the Steelers, thirty-eight to seven. Then they lost to the Raiders, sixteen to six. But they they should not have lost that game. The Raiders game should have been a win. They should be nine and two. But. I mean, look at some of these teams they've been beating. Uh, they beat the Colts thirty-two to twenty-three. That's a pretty good win. Yep. Other than that, though, not a, not very good schedule. For, I mean, they're a pretty easy schedule. You got Bengals, Washington, Cowboys, uh, Bengals again, Raiders, Texans, Eagles, uh, Jags. Yeah, I, it's not the greatest schedule. I mean, not the hardest schedule for them. But what do you got for their future here? 
for Cleveland. Yeah. What do you think they? What do you think they game. do? Okay. Uh, they're at Tennessee. I think that's a loss. I think Tennessee's rolling right now. Okay. So, so eight and four. Eight and four. They play Baltimore. They, uh, I don't know who did the schedule for Cleveland, but they got their last four games at home. Okay. So I th- yeah, I think that was a big deal here. All right. So we lose it. We lose at Tennessee. We're at eight and four. Okay. We go to Baltimore. Yeah. We kick Baltimore's teeth in. Okay. Nine and four. Nine and four. Go to the New York. Our New York comes comes down to town. Win. That's another win there. Ten. No, they're four. at Giants. Oh, they're at the Jets. Yep, yep, yep. Regardless, yep. Okay, still yeah, a win. Doesn't matter. Ten and four. Yep. Then Jets. Yep. Eleven and four. Yeah. Another win. Yeah. Then this is the game right here that is questionable because because they could be sitting. Yeah. People. It's against Pittsburgh. Right. I'm assuming Pittsburgh's going to be. They're going to be locked up. Yeah, locked up already. I'm yeah. assuming starters are going to be sitting down. I agree. Cleveland wins. They end up I 12, agree. twelve and four. Ah, I didn't even think about that when I did this. Yeah, that is. A hundred percent. I have Cleveland at eleven and five, and you get them at twelve and four. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. I can see that happening. That you know, Steelers sit there, there, but then the Browns could too. But it depends on what you know. If they're already locked in at five, see the Browns are going to be fighting for playoff seedings today. But if they're, they're already locked in leader. at five, they're not going to start. I mean, you know what I mean. True. We have to pay attention to all that, but I see them ending at twelve and four. Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway here is that they ended 12 and 4 and they still end up in the fifth, the fifth seed spot, you know, yep. which kind of sucks for them because that's a great record, but good for the Browns. Looks like they're going to make the playoffs this year. Right? Wow. I mean, the NFL, I mean, they hate to say it, the NFL just seems better when the Browns are doing well. I know. For it's some great. reason. I, you I'm know, not even a Browns fan, but I'm I like when the Browns are doing good. I like to see it, like, <laughs> but I like Baker Mayfield and plus two of my LSU guys play, you know, wide receiver on that team. So, yeah, okay. Maybe maybe I have a little thing for the Browns. Who takes cares? some takes some little while to figure yeah. out how to win. All right, <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, you, you had them at twelve and four. I have them at at you know eleven and five. But and I think that eleven and five still holds true for me. I'm gonna stick with that just because I think they sit some people too. Because I think they're gonna be Pittsburgh. Yeah, because I think they I think they're gonna be just you know in the same situation they're in right now, where they're just locked into that fifth seat spot. Okay. Because I don't, I don't see Pittsburgh losing. I think Pittsburgh wins out. You think they win out? Yeah, I do. I, I got, I got them losing three games to the end of the year. Really? You got them losing three? I got them losing at Buffalo. Okay. Um, and in Indy and Cleveland. At yep, playing against Indy and then at Cleveland. Mm, I thirteen and three. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe Indianapolis if they're sitting people by then. I could see that happening. Yeah, because I could see them starting to sit around behind. Cincinnati game. Yeah, maybe a fourth quarter in Cincinnati. Maybe, maybe a half yeah. against the Colts. Yeah, maybe but a full I, game against I Cleveland. See, yeah, I see him beating Buffalo though. Even in Buffalo, I, th- I, th- I see a win here this week against Washington, a win against Buffalo, a win against Cincinnati, and then I think they start sitting people. I could see Indianapolis beating them, but I still think they beat Cleveland. So I, you're saying four, 15 and one? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think at worst fifteen and one. I think they lock up that one seed like in no problem at all. Um, who else you got for your uh, or for this uh, crystal ball segment? Uh, oh, let's go into Baltimore. Yeah, rest of Baltimore season. What, what what do you got for them? What do you got them looking like? They're at six and five right now. Uh, they've always had they have always have COVID issues on that team. Yeah, they can't find an offensive like rhythm Tennessee. with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, so I got them uh, playing Dallas, losing that game. They're sitting at six and six. Them. Yeah, going to Cleveland, lose there. They're at six and seven. Jacksonville. They win that game. They're seven and seven. Okay. Go to the our Giants. Come to uh, 
to Baltimore. Yeah. That's a win. Yeah. Eight and seven. They go to Cincinnati. They win there. End up nine and seven. Nine and seven. Yeah. That's what I have them at too. But I don't. I don't think they make the playoffs with a nine and seven record. In the I AFC. don't think so either. Not in the AFC. The AFC is too good. The AFC is looking great. I mean, I'll pull up the playoff picture here real quick. Uh, yeah, we got. We got the Ravens sitting in the nine spot right now at six and five, third in the AFC North, right behind the Raiders. And I mean, the Raiders are on the bubble in the eight seed, right? So, yeah, I mean, you got the Patriots right behind them with a record of five and six. I mean, the Patriots could make it to the playoffs and the Ravens could be out. That's how bad. Wow. That's insane. Yeah, I don't see. I mean, the Dolphins and the Colts. The Titans are going to finish schedule. Titans will win that division. Yeah, I think so. I think the Colts come in close, though. Yeah. You know, the Colts are going to be in a Browns Steelers situation, I think. I mean, minus any major upsets, I think yeah. the playoffs are pretty much set. Kind of. I, I kind of do AFC, too. The way it looks. I think the only one that's going to be a difference here is going to be the Colts and the Raiders. See, that's the thing. I don't see. I don't see any of the teams out on that are just outside our like the bottom end of the playoffs, the five through seven seed. Yeah. I don't see any of those teams faltering at the end of the year. You don't think so? Is I don't. I don't see either. Yeah, like eight, I mean, nine, we, or ten teams moving up. Right. We already went through the Browns, you know, schedule with what we think they're going to end at. So I don't see them moving at all. So I mean, other than a few seeding changes, maybe five through seven, they they might go up and down a little bit. Right. I think the playoffs are set for the AFC. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Well, yeah. Dude, the Giants, I mean, can we just talk about how horrible the NFC East is for a second? <laughs> the Giants just got into the playoff setting right now. If it were to end today, the Giants would be in the playoffs in a four seed. A four seed. Hosting a playoff game. Hosting a playoff game at four and seven. Because Philadelphia just gave Don't it to him. Philadelphia went from the <laughs> Listen to this. Philadelphia went from the 4th seed to the 15th seed with one loss. <laughs> wow. That's terrible. Oh man. All right, anyways, let's go on. Yeah, let's go on. Notes and requests. Let's see what do we got from our matchup requests. Uh I got a request to have uh, Zeke going against Baltimore. Or Jonathan Taylor going against Houston. Standard scoring league. Uh, like I said before, I sat Zeke. I mean, I'm not sure if that's exactly what I'm going to do yet. I'm probably going to tinker because I'm a tinkerer. So I'm probably going to tinker with my lineup uh, some more, you know, especially tomorrow morning, maybe tonight. Uh, and I'll probably put Zeke in and out of my lineup <laughs> about 10 times. But as of right now, I have Gallman and Gaskin and... Miles Sanders in my lineup ahead of ahead of Zeke. Zeke wow. and Pollard a, keeps well. Pollard keeps pushing into his timeshare and like I don't know, man. Zeke just hasn't been doing it for me lately. He goes bad game, good game, bad game, and now it's like, what do you do? Does he have a good game again? Do I play him? Especially a lot of these a lot of these leagues this week and next week are going to be the last weeks before playoffs. Mm. You know. If, if this last week wasn't already. But, you know, this week and next week especially, for a lot of leagues around the, around the nation, you're going to have your last weeks before playoffs. This is going to be your last push. 
now it gets into, do I actually play Zeke or not? You know, it gets into that frustrating feeling because if you're on the bubble in your league and you have Zeke and you're like, hmm, what do I do here? You know, but. Well, what's your decision, Zeke or Jonathan Taylor? Oh, man. They play Houston? Yep. I go Jonathan Taylor. Really? Yeah, I I think so, man. Houston's not good against the run. Okay, here's mine. <laughs> okay. Taylor's just not coming off the COVID list. Right. Maybe his lungs aren't the greatest. Who knows? Maybe. You know how that yeah. Goes. Naheem Hines has been doing all the work since he's been gone, and he's been doing really well. Okay. You think the that ca- timeshare is going to push out? I think so. Cowboys are going to want to get Zeke going. You don't pay that guy that kind of money to sit on the bench. Yeah, but gonna, when you do pay that guy kind of that kind of money, you sit him on the bench to make sure he's healthy for next season because you don't have a, a shot at the playoffs. Jerry Jones likes to win, though. That's true, but Cowboys are going to want to get him going. They're going to want to get Zeke going. He also likes investments. <laughs> when Washington got up on, on the Cowboys, they had to abandon the run. That's why he didn't get a whole lot of points. True, yeah. Fast. So, this week, standard league, start Zeke. Zeke over Jonathan Taylor. 100%. Really? Yes. 100%. Okay, would you start Zeke over Gallman and Gaskins? Do you, do you think you start uh, Zeke over Gaskins? I mean, he's coming back off of IR. They're not going to play him a lot. I wouldn't start him over Gaskins. Really? I, I would start him over Gaskins. You would start him yes. over Gaskins? Over Gallman, I wouldn't, though. Well, maybe I just, yeah, you know what? Uh, we're going to get into something that we don't want to get into here. <laughs> uh, we have Carr versus the Jets or Stafford versus Chicago in PPR. Obviously, it doesn't really matter when you're you know, PPR for quarterbacks, but that's okay. Carr versus the Jets or Stafford versus Chicago, what do you have? I'm going Derek Carr. Stafford has a thumb injury. Galladay yeah. is out. Uh, yeah, that's true. Like I said earlier, they just fired Patricia where, you know, sometimes teams bounce back and have a huge game. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't see that with Daryl Bevel taking over. Yeah. I don't see that happening. He's not a very good offensive mind. Mind. Okay. So, and Carr's going to be going against one of the worst defenses in the league. Yeah. Derek Carr, all day. Yeah, I think Carr just has better weapons around him, even with Jacobs out. Um, And, you know, with the, their backup running back, too, Jalen Richard, if he is out, too, which he's questionable, if he's out too, they're going to do a lot of throwing. And I think Darren Waller has a huge game, like I said. But, yeah, I think Carr, for sure, in this one, I get over Stafford, 100%. Uh, okay, here's here's a little bit of question. You know, we've had a, a buddy bugging me about Kittle for weeks now. Uh, okay. If he drops it, should he drop him? You know, he's he's got a playoff spot kind of locked. Um, So San Francisco's on the bubble for a playoff spot right now, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so we're looking at kind of they're five and they're bottom of their division five and six. Okay, they're they're in the ten spot. They're five and six right now, right? They're fourth and then NFC West, but there is a possibility. I mean, there's a there's chance a that they could make it, right? So if they make this push, if they make a playoff push, do you think Kittle comes back? Uh, you know, Kittle Kittle has said that he expects to be back sooner than that eight weeks, uh, which is what two weeks from now maybe mm-hmm. would be eight weeks. Uh, I think so, yeah. Maybe three weeks from maybe three, three weeks, weeks now weeks, for yeah. which would be what championship week? Yeah, it'd be championship. So if he does come back, let's say in the six weeks, which would be next week probably. Mm. <laughs> I don't see him getting a lot of work right off the bat. You know, coming off an injury like so. that. And I, then... Yeah, I mean that's true. 
Oh man, I, you know I didn't I didn't really 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 put some thought into this until right now, but you know that is a really good question because let's just say he does come back next week, your first round of the playoffs, right? Yep. And he might get ten snaps. Let's he might just get say you're snaps. a six seed, you know, going against a one seed or something, depending on how your playoffs are set up, right? So you from the six seed. It, and I let's start say him. Kittle is playing next week. He's activated. What seed am I? You're a six seed. I start him. You start him. Oh, if I'm a six seed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I start him. Try to. What mess if you have Jasicki or Evan Ingram? I'd start those guys, I guess. First, you would start those guys over Kittle. First week, yeah, absolutely. Because Kittle, yeah, as a six is going to be you right, but to... but you know his possibilities. You know his you know his limits. I guess if you're trying to throw a Hail Mary, why not? And at that point, they're still really pushing to get a playoff spot at that point, you know? They're five and six. If they win this week and he comes back next week, they're six and six. I don't know. I always get a little worried when I hear a player saying that they're going to come back sooner than a doctor usually says. True. Because they're not a medical professional. That doc knows, you know, how to read those x-rays and whatever else better than you do. Yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously... you know, you've made it this far without him, and and if he is on your bench, you've made it this far already with him yeah. on your bench. So at the same what's, sense, what's another week? What's another week? Yeah, well, you know, what's what's another two weeks, three weeks if you're sitting sixth, anyways. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, obviously, all hypothetical, so it doesn't really matter that much. But yeah, I I, I think maybe I would keep him I, honestly at this point. Now mm-hmm. I was saying drop, 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 but. Now I'm like, yeah, you're this far already. Just keep him. Wouldn't it be if you just cut if you cut him? The person that picks him up, BT and championship with right Kittle with him. Oh, <laughs> man, That's kind of what I'm hoping to do with this uh, Gaskin thing. Got to figure out who dropped him, so when I beat them, I can rub it in their face. <laughs> all right, do you have anything else? Uh, no, that's all I got. No, nothing else. I don't have anything else for today either. I think that's gonna wrap it up for our episode five, week thirteen. Uh, thank you for joining us. You can catch us, like always, on Instagram at Buzz Sideline, on Twitter at Buzz Sideline, or you can email us at sidelinebuzzsports at gmail.com for any matchup questions that you have, or if you want to hear something, hear something that, you know, hear us talk about something that you want to, that you want to hear us talk about. Uh, other than that, I think that's going to do it. All right. Thank everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you. See you Bye. next week.